Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. G'day, Paddy and Rob Palmer. This is our podcast for Wednesday, the 22nd of February, and we discuss broken penises on the <laughs> on the chat today. Cracked cock. <laughs> As it's known in the trade. So. And we're not talking rooster. No. So, oh, it would That's, hurt. Yeah. What do you do if you have had a broken hoo-ha? As well as that, bench. Yeah, there's one position that does it to you. It's the reverse Versus cowboy. Oh, cowboy. <laughs> Sorry, cowgirl. You can, you can ride it any way you like, oh, the cowboy. cowboy. And <laughs> <laughs> we also, <laughs> we also <laughs> looked on a more serious. Oh, actually, it's not. There's no, nothing more serious than that. But we did also look at silicosis and yeah, very much um, so. And these. Engineered bench tops that are causing huge problems, and there's thousands so. of tradies that may be in danger. Also, if you want to do a week's worth of TV in an hour, what do you watch? Goggle Box. We've mm-hmm. got Adam and Simon, the lads from that. Oh, and surfing for your wellness. Waves what a great of, thing to do. Waves of wellness coming up on our podcast for today, Wednesday, the 22nd of Feb. On your cowboy. <laughs> Yeehaw! Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Hey, what did you see on the, the news the I other day? S- I saw the other day a story about silicosis. Yeah. And, you know, like it come, it's from sand, sandstone and, and engineered benchtop products. Yeah, cutting them. Yeah, and there's grave concerns about the spread of silicosis among Australian workers. Listen to this. The CFMEU says it wants to ban the use of engineered stone by 2024. Modelling by Curtin University estimates that 10,000 workers in Australia will develop lung cancer and over 100,000 people could be diagnosed with silicosis due yeah, that was to the material. Courtesy of Channel 9. 10,000 workers what? is a lot, and there'd mm. be a lot of, there's a lot of people on the coast to be doing this. There's a lot of tradies yeah. on the coast. Yeah. I've, I was grinding sandstone last week. And so, well, what's silicosis? Dr. Jane Burke had this to say. Well, it's an occupational lung disease that is affecting mostly young male workers. Essentially, it's caused by inhaling very fine particles of silica dust. So these are particles that are one hundredth the size of a grain of sand. And instead of the body being able to get rid of that dust, it goes deep into the lungs, causing inflammation and scarring or fibrosis. Yeah, that's thanks to the ABC. That's a worry because, yeah. you know, I mean, how many people have been exposed to these dust? I thought I'd ask the coach, so you're yeah. working with it. And what's the answer? Because a P2 mask is surely not good enough. Have they implemented a stronger or, or safer? What are you using at work if you're cutting Safety this stuff? If you're a kitchen installer, you're yeah. cutting this stuff every day. Yeah, what, are you, what, what's the cha- what are the changes? What can you do to look after yourself better? And yeah. is banning it the answer? One triple three five three. Yeah, we're just talking about the silicosis problem in Australia. 10,000 young male, predominantly young male workers uh, are at risk of developing this disease. Because these stone top benches people are getting for their kitchens, it's it's all the rage. Mate, and it has been for years. You can you know that they're working on your house because you see these clouds billowing out windows, right? There's, there's a lot of dust comes off these things and even just regular home handymen going out. Like I was grinding sandstone last week. I had a mask on, but is it enough? Because these particles are so fine. Uh, Jono from Lake Munmora, what do you reckon? Morning, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, not too Good, bad, Thanks, Bain. John. What do you got for us? Uh, 30 years in the plumbing game. Uh, I've come across a lot of dust, whether it be fire, um, cement, fibro, stone, uh, bricks, you name it. The old days, you know, chopped it up with uh, grinders like everyone else, uh, picking rocks out of your nose for an hour or two afterwards. <laughs> um, the best I've come up with so far is um, TIG weld masks, um, uh, like welding quality masks, clean shave, 
Um, that's about all I use these days. Yeah. But the thing is, when, like, it's 35 degrees on, in summer and, and the guy's got to make two cuts with a, with a grinder, how often, I mean, do you just pick it up, go, oh, quick cut, cut? You don't need a lot of this stuff to get into your lungs to cause a problem, I'm imagining. I'm pretty sure you've been in the building industry for a while. You've done it too. Yeah. We've all done it. Everyone's all done, done it. it. That's the thing. Yeah. And you, I've got you, a young bloke working with me at the moment. Get the blower out, mate. Just hold the blower on there for a second, can you? Just to blow the dust We're all away. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and uh, John, do you reckon, mate, new? Well, I mean, they can imply, implore, or put in these uh, safety measures, but whether people do it is another thing. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I think that's been the case for a long time now. The safety measures have always been in place. We all knew about silicosis back in the day. Asbestos was the first one that was brought out. Yeah, uh, I think the next one would be grinder blades, fiberglass. They're using grinder blades. You get that out in the sunlight. Watch that flickle, flickle through the through the sun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Another one. Um, There's yeah, just so many ways. And it used to, I remember when I started, you look at guys would laugh at safety. You know, if you put a mask on, you're almost you know you're a bit Laughed weaker. At. Yeah. Yeah. What are you wearing a mask for, mate? It's and you go, it's, yeah. it's windy. The dust blowing away. You're right. And everyone everyone is a little haphazard with their own safety. Thank you, Jono. Another thing I was going to bring up was the timbers they're using these days. The uh, alsonite, not alsonites. Um, Masonites and the chipboards. And oh, the, MDF. Um, the MDF, that's the other one I was thinking of. That's putrid. That's just as bad as brick dust. That's banned in many countries too. Oh. Yeah, banned in a lot of countries by here. You know how they have the treated timber? Is that bad for, um, like, I mean, when you when you cut it? Like the CCR stuff? Yeah, and you, and you, with all the, all the stuff coming up. Would that be bad too? Like the stuff that they put in? Copper chrome arsenic or something. Yeah, I think it stands yeah. For. I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Hey, Jono, um, we're sending you Rocket the Races, mate. Uh, Triple M, Rocket the Races, live entertainment grounds, Gosford. Saturday, 18th of March, you're there. Daz, Daz is going to be there. Russo's going to be there. And Richard Dickerho. Tickets at Dickermaster. What's that, mate? I need one for the apprentice as well. Oh, well, you can take him. It's a double pass. It's a double pass. We've already got one double pass today, Jono. <laughs> you can take him. Good on you, mate. back another day. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. This uh, reformed drug dealer, Bikey, uh, this is from WA, has broken his penis oh. during a porn shoot. Now, Liam, he told the West Australian, even... what? It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> the he story says so. He, he's turned his life around since um, more than four years in, in prison. But he started, what he did, he thought, oh, no, doing different jobs. So he thought he'd get into porn. And he was doing a shoot, right? You don't just think you'll get into Yes, you do. You go, I can do that. Okay. Only fans and stuff. And anyway, he was doing a shoot and then he thought, oh, this problem, something's gone wrong here. And he's ruptured his. So. There's no. There's no. It has. I don't. One, two, three, five, three. Tear a muscle. On the rupture hotline. And anyway, they have surgery. They do surgery. And on your, that, that would hurt. Oh, that would hurt, wouldn't it? Imagine a permanently bent one. Well, I don't know how straight it then can become, but he then had to be prescribed a drug to stop him from being too excited. Oh, you would? Yeah. That put him in real trouble. But it was like the story I tell from local here, and the boys told me at the pub, where this young bloke, this was years ago, he climbed the flagpole at one of the, I think it was one of the RSLs on the coast. And when he went up, there was no problem. But when he came down, because you know where the they, little, the, the little what do hawk, they call that? The little hawk. Yes. 
slid down there and where you whoop. tether, where you tether the rope to. Yes, he tethered his. Yes, and it ripped it right through, um, part through the sack and through the <laughs> through the shaft. Oh. And then he had to get it stitched up. I remember Chris what at school Chris? running for a high ball, and he ran straight into a hydrant, oh. and it got him right in the Jats crackers, tore them open. Oh. Yeah. God. Imagine that in year 10, having the matron having to. Oh, I see that. Mm. And um, it, it does happen. Uh, I think we, we got Matty from Shelly Beach, I think. We'll, we'll get to speak. Do we speak to Matty, Chloe? Yeah, we've got Matty from Shelly Beach, 13353. G'day, Matt. Matt. Yeah, boys. How are you? Good morning. Yeah, not too bad. What's happened, mate? Look, I've got a, a really close friend of mine. He's actually a tradesman that works with me. And um, similar to your mate in WA, um, I think he's. Paddy's best mate, isn't he? Rob, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Me. They're he close. showed me. They're he close. Me. I'm not sure how oh, close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you probably know this pretty well then, Paddy. Like, um, if you ever do rupture your wanger, um, the reality is um, if you don't get it professionally treated straight away, you can actually get the big C from it. So that's what's happening. Yeah. Joking. Yeah, well, it's a pretty... You know, it's obviously we know because we're, we're blokes and how critical it is to your life organ and your moving and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, movement. And um, this happened to a mate of mine, uh, actually a tradesman that does some work for us, and he's a really lovely guy. And he, he explained to me, you know, he was doing a project and said, sort of alluded that he may not be around. And I was like, man, what's going on? And he goes, look, I went to the doctor and this is what had happened. I had fractured my wanger. And um, I'm in a scenario where I've got the big C from it because I didn't get it attended to. So that's a really Bloody good uh, good message, mate. So if something it, it does oh. happen, things do happen. Um, Hallelujah to the missionary position, I say. If that's that's the safest way to go about it, because it's oh, hard. Mate, you, you got to start picking up a, a little bit of slow and steady. You know, put a bit of you know, I don't know, something yellow on. You know, yeah, slow and low. Yeah. Just, oh. Yeah, but this, this, this the, 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 the procedure to, to, to heal the cancer is ridiculous. I'll just say one thing, uh, listeners out there, if you ever split a sausage over the barbie, that's apparently how bad it gets. Yeah. And then your life is in tatters after that. You yeah, know? it would be. So, okay. Um, and if it does yeah, happen, but, make sure go and see a doctor, Maddie. Really good advice, buddy. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, no, I'm glad you guys brought it up because, you know, as blokes, you know, you know the secret. I mean, men don't talk anyway, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, that's it. happens. So you, you got to turn to, uh, you know, I was with this, my girlfriend the other night, Bob, or, you know, or Patty as the call came to you, you know. Um, it, it's just real, isn't it, you know? Yeah, and, and you know what? And, and blokes, no too, idea. they don't go to the doctors. Oh, I'll put that off. Go to the do- If there's anything, anything whatsoever... Go to the doctors. Matt, good advice, mate. Thanks so much for the call. Thanks, We're going Matty. Patty to- and Rob Palmer, the podcast. What reason I'm happy today, because Gogglebox is back. Look at you, pepping your step. One of my favourite shows. Don't you love this gear? Oh, I do indeed. And you can get it 7.30 on Foxtel tonight on Lifestyle, or 8.30 tomorrow. And two of my favourites there, Adam and Simon. They join us this morning from Gogglebox. Boys. Good morning, boys. <laughs> G'day, fellas. Good morning, lads. How are we? Not too bad. Ad, what are you? Is it the eighth year now, buddy? Pardon? Is this your eighth year on Gogglebox? Uh, eight years, I think 17 seasons this mark. So, I mean, they actually just can't get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They can't get rid of it. That's right. Simon, mate, a uh, lot, lot has changed for both of you since in those eight seasons, hasn't it, mate? 
eight years? It, it mate, it certainly has. I mean, I, I feel like I finally get to change something though. Coming up, I'm getting married next week, which is very exciting. Adam did all the big stuff last year. Married, kid, yeah. bought a house, just really clocked those big life goals. It's like we started as boys and now we're adult boys. It's great. Yeah. How do your partners feel? So I'm gonna say when you you know, you're going, right, oh, I've got to go to work and you two just sit down and watch T V. <laughs> Yeah, look, I'd be lying if we're not taking the piss at least sometimes. They're like, mate, you're joking. You do not have to go to work. And by the way, work is not watching television. It's not work. Stop saying it's work. You can't convince me otherwise. It's hard it's to different. explain. Hey, yes. Adam, mate, how many, and we were to, Adam, Rob and I were talking about this, but how many hours, like, would you sit down? Uh, we see an hour tonight, but how many hours through the week would you be sitting down uh, watching shows? Uh, or we can try and well, we try and not uh, keep a logbook because it's just a bit bad to the uh, the, <laughs> the mental health if we're looking back on how many hours we've spent there. So we just try and live in a vacuum and uh, and then not work out how many hours we've actually been sitting on the couch because also uh, we'd be very unhappy with any uh, gym trainer that we were working with. <laughs> yeah, because Adam, you guys you guys have other jobs on top of watching television, right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we're both physios. Um, but, I mean, what's more important, uh, our work being physios or our work sitting on the couch being the sieve for society of what's good to work on TV? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the sieve for society, I like that. But what I love about it, uh, Simon, is that because I just can't stand watching Married at First Sight when my partner over there does, he loves it. Oh, look, but, I tuck in for uh, 10 minutes at a time, but, yeah, but go on. You can, get, you can get a week of TV in 60 minutes. It's bloody brilliant. Not only that, we tell you what to think about it too, so it's fine. So that you can turn up the next day at work and you're like, geez, how's Bronte on maths? That's outrageous, isn't it? And you can sound like you know what you're talking about. Knowledgeable! <sighs> Passing on knowledge! You, you don't need more than 10 minutes of the poison, so that's good. <laughs> and Ad, what about, I know you boys are famous for your socks. Did you, over the Christmas break and uh, last month, did you get a few new pairs? Uh, mum keeps giving it to me. I say, Mum, like I gent, like without lying, I would have over a hundred pairs of socks, and yeah. then without fail, every Christmas, Mum will still get me a new pair. <laughs> Time for sock cull. <laughs> um, it's outrageous. Like the cupboard is overflowing. I, I have, so you know how you have like um, the layers in your cupboard where you've got the shirts on one layer, the pants on the other, the jumpers on another. I have two separate ones for socks. There's more of that than there's anything else. Ah, oh, brilliant. And Simon, since you've been on the show, mate, what is the perk, apart from being on TV, you know, you've got your podcast too, the Adam and Simon show, which is on the listener app, which we're on as well. But, mate, what is the biggest perk you've got since being on Gogglebox? Well, well, it all kind of starts because when we, the reason we got on to the show, we're like, oh, why should we do it? Don't know. Uh, Maybe we get to drink free beers at the Logies or something. Mm. So anytime we get invited to kind of anything that, has a free beer in it. That's that's all we need. Simple men with simple needs. Cheering. Free stubby at the footy. Love it. That's all I need. It's, it's never I just need, one. It's never just one free stubby, is it? <laughs> well, no, look, we'll, we'll deliberate on the number later on. Very responsibly, of course. Of course. Just of course always very responsibly. See, that's one why stubby. Adam's there. He's the oh, leveller. He brings it all yes. back in. <laughs> the, yes. the Adam and Simon Show on podcast on the listener app. You can see the boys tonight on Gogglebox. It returns 7.30 on Foxtel. That's on the Lifestyle Channel. And 8.30 tomorrow on Channel 10. Adam and Simon, looking forward to see what you see, what you say about uh, those three lifestyle shows, Australian Idol, Australian Survivor and Married at First Sight. I'm sure you'll You're cover those. You're in for a those. real treat. Oh, brilliant. You're in for a real treat. <laughs> Good yep. on you, boys. Thank you, boys.
Thank you, fellas. Take care. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. This is the news that doesn't make the news. It should be in the news instead of the other news. Yes, good morning, Robert. Morning, Patrick. What do you got for us? Uh, well, we're going to Italy, aren't we? Yes, yeah, we've got a couple of stories. How's your Italian there. accent? Bloody marvellous. Mamma mia. Oh, stop, don't <laughs> oh, look at that. Well. What? In a newspaper. Oh, yes, uh, what happened? From uh, <laughs> Italia. Yeah. There is a there is a story. It's a male mafia threat straight from Colnione. Oh no! So no, it can't be. It can't male be. mafia threat. So you say goodbye forever yeah. to the days of spending thousands of dollars for solutions from overpriced problem-solving firms. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't do this I any longer. I did to bloody understand the word of your saying. Okay. <laughs> Tell us your problem. <laughs> yeah. Who's causing it? And we will mail a threatening but very funny mafia letter straight from Corleone, <laughs> Sicily, to that special someone. Our Corleone consultants will come up with and write a tailor-made solution to your problem. And are they a sh- themselves. <laughs> your problem. <laughs> How much did that letter cost? It cost twelve ninety nine euros. Oh, get one. Twelve ninety nine. Well, look, uh, still in Italy, sort of. Uh, we're heading to an Italian restaurant in Melbourne, where this um, bloke. Now he's understood to be a young cryptocurrency entrepreneur. What happened to your accent? Oh, mama, he owns uh, two uh, Torak uh, Torak mansions. Oh, no, actually, stop it. Stop. I can't understand. 120 you. million bucks. So he went into this diner, yes. this Italian eatery. He spent about 500 bucks worth of steak and pizza. And you know how much he left for a tip? Okay. How much? 200 bucks worth of pizza. No, four hundred dollars. Four hundred bucks for the. Have a guess how much pizza. he left for a tip? Oh, okay. So let's say ten percent by rule of thumb, forty yeah. bucks. Higher. Okay. Say ten times. No, was it as much as the meal? Oh, way, way, way past what the meal was worth. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, Eight hundred dollars. Oh, higher. Higher. <laughs> Well done. (laughs) Well done. He left $10,000 tip at a Melbourne eatery. You know why? Because the Melbourne eatery had mailed a mafia threat straight from (laughs) Corleone. And that is the why he left it. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Look, there's an awesome uh, six-week free surf and wellness program it's called Waves with Wellness. To find out more, we've got Olivia with us. Olivia Hampson, Waves with Wellness Program Coordinator. Good morning, Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Hey, guys. How you going? Yeah, not too bad. Going really well. Now, this kicks off next Tuesday. Yeah, it sure does, down at Avoca Beach. Now, tell us a bit about it. Cool, yeah. So, Waves of Wellness, uh, we're a mental health charity that aims to promote positive mental health through our range of surf therapy programs. So each week we meet down on the beach, we have a discussion uh, around mental health, and then we jump out on the waves and learn to surf. Oh, that's cool. So you don't, it's for people of all skill levels, you don't have to be able to surf to come down. Absolutely. Yeah. So we take anybody who has beginner, has some experience, or is a proper shredder. We take anyone. <laughs> now, now cool. what time does it get underway at, at Avoca next Tuesday? Yeah, so our sessions run from 6.30 a.m. till 8 a.m., so perfect for people who have to run off to work afterwards yeah. as well. That's yeah. a really, really good organisation. You can and come down, cause. have a chat, and then you get out in the ocean, and gee, the, the freedom that you experience when you're in the ocean, I've, you know, I get out a little bit, not enough, but it's yeah. wonderful. The ocean's so therapeutic, isn't it? 
Oh, absolutely. Being out in nature, especially with such a powerful force, is, uh, yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Now, this is designed for men 18 plus. Mm, Yeah, so we're funded by our friends over at the Movember Foundation. Uh, So it's specifically designed for men's wellness, but we do reserve a few spots for allies of men too. So, yeah, getting quick to register for those positions. Okay, what do they, which way do they go? Where do they web, um, which website they go to? Yeah, so it's www.foundationwow.org and just follow the registration links through our programs tab. Oh, that's great stuff. Doing a great job, Olivia. Well done. We hope a lot of people rock up next Tuesday at South of Oka. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Olivia. Olivia Hampson, Waves of Wellness Program Coordinator. Just Google that. That's a cool idea. I like it. For six weeks, it's all free. How good is that? Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Now, right. there was mm. a housekeeper and she has been working in hotels for a while. She's come out and listed five items and you won't believe this. Yep. You thought that the kettle was bad because people boil their socks or their undies in it yeah, to clean them. Yeah, Guilty. Have a go at this. Five things you should avoid using when you go on holidays in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Coffee makers. Coffee makers are rarely deep cleaned. Lots of bacteria, even mold growing inside because of stagnant water and improper cleaning. That's one. Tick. Thank you. This, this is probably the most, I'll come back to this one. Yeah. Um, blankets and duvets. They're very um, rarely cleaned. Duvets or dunas? Duvets. Right. Dunas. Okay. Oh, look, we're not going down that road. Yeah. Or do you, or you'd probably say perglers as well. In the UK, I used to call them dunas. And I probably still do, but duvets. duvets are what they call them in the UK. And I've spent a lot of time there. Un-Australian. Oh, God. Do you call them a perg- pergolas instead of pergolas? Do you call it yogurt? <laughs> Or yogurt. So what's happening with the duvets? Anyway, they're rarely cleaned, right? Unless there is a visible stain, blankets, duvets, <laughs> and bed spreads were only taken to the laundry once a year. Every time you talk about this, now I'm scratching oh, my head. Okay, the, so the pillow protectors and mattress protectors—they're yeah. only done once a year. Yeah. So when when there's a full deep clean, towels and robes don't wear them or they use say them. Say yeah. if they're told not to replace them if they look clean. To prevent them from getting overwashed so the laundry doesn't get overwhelmed. Have you stayed at a she, motel in Bundy or something? No. Okay. This this is a, like a proper hotel. Yeah, I'm still itchy. I'm scratching my head. Where is the hotel? Yeah. Oh, don't say it. No. Oh, <laughs> don't geez. say it. No. 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 Right. Okay. And no, this one, glassware. They, sim- they just wipe on cups. They just wipe them out. They don't get washed. They <laughs> don't get, there's never any soap Now, used. Robert. And this is the worst one. Yep. You be real careful right. of this. Look at me. If you were doing housekeeping... You just go, oh, you go, clean oh, looks enough. clean. Of course you would. Bang, goes, Honestly. It looks clean. Seriously. And you would never know. We'd never clean. You'd probably use a towel that you've got. What about the ice bucket? What's wrong with the ice bucket? I have. I'm, oh, I'm almost yeah. physically sick right now because I've used ice buckets. And yeah, they say there's a plastic liner. You. I've never seen a plastic liner to put in an ice bucket. Never. Would never put it in. But you know what? Yeah. They're the greatest I, toilet. She says, I've personally <laughs> seen ice buckets used as dog dishes, puke buckets, and generally, they are only wiped but, with a quick dry of the dusting rag, maybe a spray with whatever cleaner you've got. But the only upside to that is ice buckets are never drunk from, unless you've had a few. Oh, just to put your... What if you put the put, ice in there and you use the ice as... Good point. Oh, okay. <laughs> so bad. Good tip. So if you're going on holiday to a weekend, saying Don't touch a, anything. a friendly hotel chain, just go in with a hazmat uniform. The best advice, probably? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You can text us about anything, 0482 
Yeah. 08, 1077. You were just talking about staying at motels, hotels. Don't oh. use the kettle. Oh, Dodge. guilty. Well, the kettle's the least you worry. It's the ice bucket that I'm scared of. People throw up in those things. That's, and the cleaners oh, have said she's seen it. Yeah. But you don't, you don't drink they have from to the... Empty it. The cleaners come in, empty it out, ugh, gross, and then they, it gets washed with water and a wipe with a rag. Tracy from Mentoring Park yeah. has uh, texted us. Yeah, she's texted as a young adult, mm. excited to stay in a motel with a boyfriend for the first time. Yeah, we won't ask. We, we went prawning. Yeah. Is that, is that what you called it? <laughs> and caught... <laughs> We went prawning. Oh, and caught the, two beautiful prawns. This is not a euphemism for only, anything. No, only two prawns. Yeah. We caught two beautiful prawns. Only way to cook them was the kettle. Oh, still feeling bad about it 40 or so years later. Oh. See, see, don't use a kettle. That is the Good on you, Don't trace. use the kettle. Look. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Look, uh, as I said, we, we generally are positive, uh, Robert, but Antarctica's Doomsday Glacier is in trouble. Once it lets go, it'll trigger, trigger a train reaction, adding three metres to a global rise in sea levels. Three metres? Three metres. And that's just the start. Now, it's Thwaites Glacier. It's called the Doomsday Glacier because the collapse of this 192,000 square kilometre chunk of ice... Three times the size of Tassie. Oh, it's massive, isn't it? Would bring a catastrophic rise in sea levels. What? And what's the status on this thing right now? Well, it's teetering on the edge, Robert. Um, warm water is reaching to the cracks and crevices, more than a half kilometre below its surface. Um, and researchers from Normally the British warm water in the cracks and crevices oh. is not bad. Not in this case. Not, not now. Not in this case. Not for Thwaites. No. Um, there is still some uncertainty about the full volume of the glaciers and the ice caps on Earth. Well, how much of them's below water? Well, but see, that's the thing, and they'll, they'll melt. So, look, but if all of them were to melt, or every glacier and ice cap, it would rise oh, the sea. Don't give me that if every glacier and ice I'm cap I'm just giving melted. you the facts, pal. The sea would rise approximately 70, 70 metres, writes the US Geological Survey. But look, that's the... Look, the good news is, if it does happen, we'll be able to go fishing off our balcony. Right. True. At the, Narara. At Summersby. That's a bad news. Summersby. <laughs> so, so, look, it's not going to happen, so don't, don't alarm yourself. Don't even worry. Don't panic. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have put that music underneath. <laughs> and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Subscribe now and you'll never miss an episode.